0: Hey. Hi. Hello. Welcome back, Misfits, and welcome back to a new episode. Today, we are continuing the ruler series. Yeah, we're back and with we're some more rulers. Talking about the Herods. Herods. Yes. And we do mean plural. Yes. There's there many is of more them. One. Exactly. So, let's get teachy. So, Herod. Or what does Herod mean? It means son of a hero or hero-like, and it is actually a family name. That's a whole I'm plot sorry, twist. What? Plot twist. Yes. So this whole time we thought it may have been a title like king or something similar, or something similar to last week's episode when we discussed the title of pharaoh. But no, this one is actually a family name. This is brand new information. Literally, like we could leave like the episode real. here, and I don't know if, yeah. if people knew that. But I I thought it was like Herod. So if there's one thing
1: that you learned today, I hope it's that.
0: Yeah, Herod is a family name. It's actually a family name, Mm -hmm. not like a title. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yep. So this family of Herods is also referred to as a dynasty, if you remember from last week's episode. And we have several Herods that are mentioned in the Bible. So we're going to list them and talk about them right now. Mm -hmm. So number one is Herod the Great. So Herod the Great was famous for rebuilding the temple in Jerusalem and for ordering the slaughter of children in an attempt to destroy Jesus, if you remember. Um, We see mention of him in Matthew 2.16 and Luke 1.5. And uh, this is NLT as always. So Matthew 2:16 says, Herod was furious when he realized that the wise men had outwitted him. He sent soldiers to kill all the boys in and around Bethlehem who were two years old and under, based on the wise men's report of the star's first appearance. And then Luke 1, 5 tells us, when Herod was king of Judea, there was a Jewish priest named Zechariah. He was a member of the priestly order of Abijah and his wife Elizabeth was also from the priestly line of Aaron. So those are the mentions that we see about, of Herod the Great. And I just want another teaching moment right here. Mm-hmm. So when Herod the Great tells, um, like, orders all of these boys killed, mm-hmm. because Bethlehem was so small, I don't know why in my, in my mind I was like, it must have been so many children, right? Because yes, yes. it talks about the crying in the morning. But it was because the town was so small, theologians estimated to be between 12 and 19 children. Okay. Yeah, which is still sad, of yes, course. Of course. But like in my mind, I thought it was like hundreds. Hundreds of children. But it was such a tiny village that that was the amount. Mm-hmm. I thought. But that I guess was it was also
1: more painful because I'm sure more people knew each other. Yeah, like for literally. a town that small. Yeah. Like I knew half of those kids. hmm So that's, that's
0: crazy. crazy. Yeah. yeah, it is. Um. So, um. Back to Herod the Great. So the Roman Senate nominated him the King of Judea and equipped him with his own army. So in 37 BC, at the age of 36. Herod the Great became king of the Jews, a position he held for about 37 years. Mm-hmm. That is our first Herod. It's the first Herod. Yes, yeah. and we know him because we know the story of Jesus. Exactly. So I was like, I can put this together. Great. Yeah. Yes. I see the timeline. Yeah, these are things down. that we need to relate like, back to when we're reading the Bible and be like, which one was this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so um, now on to the second and third Herod. So the second Herod is Herod Archelaus, and the third one is Herod Antipas. So these two Herods are sons of Herod the Great. (laughs) Say Herod Mm -hmm. three times fast. Yeah, we're going to say Herod a lot. Yes. Just that's their name. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So um, these two boys, men, are sons of Herod the Great and were appointed over sections of their father's domain. So Herod Antipas was a tetrarch, popularly referred to as quote-unquote king, who ruled during Christ's three-and-a-half-year ministry and through the period up to Acts chapter 12. And we see, um, we're going to read the verses, uh, later on, but we see him in, um, Mark six, Luke 3, oh 19 and 20 and 32 and acts four and 13. So if you want to go look at more, um, Herod Antipas stuff, that's where he's at. The other one is Herod Archelaus, and he was an Edomite like his father. But he was also half Samaritan. Um, you can probably imagine that this did not sit well with his Jewish subjects, with that combo. So when he took the throne, there was an incident where rioting broke out at the temple during Passover. He sent in troops, and three thousand citizens ended up dying. The new king then canceled Passover. He's like, which, it's too whoa. much. Yeah, we can't have. This. Yeah, I can't be. I can't be dealing with this all the time. Yeah, that's crazy. canceled Passover. Can you do that? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I mean, as king, I think you can try. Yeah. It's like Pharaoh when he was like, this is my Nile.
1: <laughs> like, well, actually He's like, I'm canceling Passover. I mean if you say, but it's not your Nile. Yeah, no, so you can't. like, not. Oh, you sure
0: can't. you're canceling Passover. Exactly. We're so getting together. Right? Yeah, exactly. Come to my house. Yeah. So um Herod Archelius, he left on a trip to Rome for his inauguration. Rioting started again. So it got so bad that Archelaus' troops couldn't deal with the problem, and the Roman governor of Syria had to step in with his legions. Over 2,000 people were crucified, which, whoa, that's a lot of people. That's
1: like a mini Civil War type deal. Yeah. That's a lot of people who died.
0: Yeah, and um, going back to Bethlehem, because it was so small, that could have been everybody.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. wiped out whole towns. Yeah, my goodness.
0: Um, so Archelaus was such a terrible leader that both the Jews and Samaritans went to Rome to request his removal. And when you have the <laughs> Jews and Samaritans working together, you know it's a problem. Yeah, if um, they're known to be, like, enemies. Enemies, yeah. Yeah, and not, and friendly, like, not the friendly we, kind. No.
1: Not the frenemies. The other ones. No, the other yeah. ones. So if you know they're like, we need to work together yeah. rid of
0: this guy, you know that. It's a lot it's very serious yeah it's like when um they were trying to trap jesus and then the pharisees mm-hmm. and the sadducees were working together and yeah. they were sworn enemies you're like wait wait y'all are, y'all y'all are, are here friends together now? Yeah. well we're combined for a cause we we're have like, oh a, yeah we have a common enemy yeah yeah we both have a goal mm-hmm. so eventually um Archelius was deposed and sent to gaul or yeah gaul yeah, g-a-u-l G-G-A-U-L, in 6 bc he only ruled for two years. And from what we see, not, I mean, great, not a great two years. He didn't have years. good results. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of makes sense.
1: That the you man tried really to cancel
0: long. Passover. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't
1: know if you can get away with that. So I see yeah. why people like quickly. No. Next. next. We're not doing it. Mm-hmm. We can't have that.
0: Yep. Um, and the reference we have of Archelaus in the Bible is Matthew chapter two. And it says when Herod, the great died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, get up. The angel said, take the child and his mother back to lo- back to the land of Israel because those who were trying to kill a child are dead. So Joseph got up and returned to the land of Israel with Jesus and his mother. But when he learned that the new ruler of Judea was Herod's son, Archelaus, he was afraid to go there. Then after being warned in a dream, he left for the region of Galilee. Now it all makes mm. sense. Cause he was a madman. Yeah. And so Joseph was, was bad like, enough nah.
1: that He's like, no, I'm not going. And he even got a dream. that was like, Yes, we understand. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, It it doesn't, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't (laughs) list
1: all the things he did, but it was enough that Joseph was like, I'm not going there.
0: Yes. So his reputation preceded him. Yeah. And all of these things are part of history. So you don't, necessarily Mm -hmm. like you might not get the details in the bible but they're part of history so you can still find them yeah yes right um because the bible is not a history book but anyway um (laughs) so then herod antipas so he's the other son right and is the center of the gospel's discussion about herod he's the one john the baptist called out for marrying his half brother's wife herodias antipas marries his half brother's wife and the jews are not with it on his birthday, he throws a party where Herodias' daughter, Salome, comes in and danced for them. So Antipas is probably tipsy at this point and made a public proclamation that he'd give Salome whatever she asked for. After consulting with her mother, Salome asks for John the Baptist's head. Antipas was put in a super awkward position and mm-hmm. couldn't refuse her, or he thought he couldn't refuse her, Right. and they behead uh, Cousin John.
1: Well, because he... You know he's in that position, so he feels like he has to keep his word. Yeah, he has all these witnesses. I just heard him say like, mm-hmm. "I'll give you whatever you want." Yeah, so he's kind of like pinned in the corner, saying like, "If I don't do it, people are gonna think I'm a liar, or I, you know, I, I don't stick to my word." Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course if he does do it then he kind of keeps his reputation but he feels bad about right what he's doing. which
0: is crazy because we know that um, from the little history that we know about him um, we know that they probably had conversations and and uh, Herod mm-hmm. actually enjoyed the conversations that he was yeah. having with John and stuff yeah. like that so he probably respected him yeah um, he may he, not agreed with him yeah. or like the fact that he didn't approve his you
1: know relationship or his lifestyle but he respected him mm-hmm. enough. He's like, oh, you're willing um, to he die thought, for this. Yeah. Let's talk about it. And he it. thought he was a good man and yeah. all that. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah it's crazy. But it's, it just shows you, because um, what Herod had was the fear of man. He's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to look bad. I'm going to this. I'm right. going to do that. And, and this pride of, of his how, position. Um knows how inebriated he was, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because it was his exactly. birthday party. <laughs> Um, but I don't know. So anyway, okay. this is found in Matthew 14. The chapter begins with mentions of Jesus and then mentions John the Baptist and the fact that he had been arrested. Then it continues to his birthday party. And this is verses uh, Matthew 14 verses one through nine. So when Herod Antipas, the ruler of Galilee heard about Jesus, he said to his advisors, this must be John the Baptist raised from the dead. That is why he can do such miracles, for Herod had arrested and imprisoned John as a favor to his wife Herodias, the former wife of Herod's brother Philip. John had been telling Herod, It is against God's law for you to marry her. Herod wanted to kill John, but he was afraid of a riot because all the people believed John was a prophet. But at a birthday party for Herod, Herodias' daughter performed a dance that greatly pleased him. So he promised with a vow to give her anything she wanted. At her mother's urging, the girl said, I want the head of John the Baptist on a tray. Then the king regretted what he had said. But because of the vow he had made in front of his guests, he issued the necessary orders. Yep. Mm-hmm he's like, oh, well, I said what I said. Exactly. Um, So this Herod is the same one that when the religious leaders are plotting against Jesus, he basically teams up with the Roman governor Pilate and doesn't find Jesus at fault for what he's being accused of. Although by this point, the Jews don't care and are demanding that Jesus be crucified. And we see Mm -hmm. that in Luke 23. Um, So after that, Herod Agrippa I um, comes on in, you know, (laughs) grandson of Herod the Great. And he was executed by God's angel after ruling for a short time, and we see this um, in Acts 12 and 18. So Agrippa grew up around wait Agrippa the first, because there's two of them. So yes. <laughs> Agrippa the first grew up around Rome. He was eventually offered a small post in Galilee by his uncle Antipas.
1: Yeah. So eventually um, Herod's grandson uh, was made king of the region, ruled by Philip the Tetrarch. When his uncle Antipas attempted to turn Caligula against Agrippa, Caligula banished uh, Antipas and gave his territory to Agrippa. So unlike the rest of the Herod family, Agrippa found favor with the Jews by backing their persecution of the early church. So in Acts, Luke lays out how Agrippa discovers the key to the Jews heart and we see this in Acts chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. About that time, King Herod Agrippa began to persecute some believers in the church. He had the apostle James, John's brother, killed with a sword. When Herod saw how much this pleased the Jewish people, he also arrested Peter. And this took place during the Passover celebration.
0: This is funny where he was like, I'm gonna take Peter too. Yeah. <laughs> like the end of that verse was like, like yeah, yeah you're yeah. coming also. <laughs> it's like he
1: saw the popularity yeah. that
0: he had and he's like, oh, y'all like me? Like, i oh... I'll, t- I'll take Peter. Yeah, I'll well. take another one. <laughs> like, oh, y'all yeah, like Pe- that. Okay. Peter, in that instance, was the one time he didn't say anything. Yeah, he's just standing and he's like, "You, you too. Let's go." He's like,
1: "I wasn't even doing." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. We also see him in Acts, same chapter, verses eighteen and nineteen. At dawn, there was a great commotion among the soldiers about what had happened to Peter. Herod Agrippa ordered a thorough search for him. When he couldn't be found. Herod integrated the guards and sentenced them to death. Afterward, Herod left Judea to stay in Caesarea for a while. And then we move to verses 20 to 23 when we hear about his death. Now, Herod was very angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon. So they sent a delegation to make peace with him because their cities were dependent upon Herod's country for food. The delegates won the support of Blastus, Herod's personal assistant. An appointment with Herod was granted. When the day arrived, Herod put on his royal robes, sat on his throne, and made a speech to them. The people gave him a great ovation, shouting, It's the voice of a god, not of a man. Instantly, an angel of the Lord struck Herod with sickness because he accepted the people's worship instead of giving the glory to God. So he's consumed with worms and died. Man. That's so sudden.
0: So dramatic. Oh my goodness. Yes. We should all be careful to accept the glory <laughs> instead of sending it to God. I did not remember reading yeah. this.
1: No, I didn't either. And goodness. I know when I was looking over this, I was like, wow, that's so sudden. And I feel like there's so many rulers that because they were in that position, right, as kings and governors and all that stuff, like it all gets to their head. It yeah. goes very much oh, I'm the one that they're mm-hmm. uh, looking at and I'm in the place of God and all this stuff. But yeah. how how bad did it get for uh, this Herod mm-hmm. that God's like, oh, that's enough. Yeah, like, like, I'm done I'm, with you. Yeah, I'm done yeah. with you. Um, maybe it was the influence on the people or
0: something. But I yeah. don't know, but that was dramatic. But that was very dramatic. My goodness. Also, let's talk about Blastus. That's a cool name. Blastus. <laughs> His assistant. I was yeah. like, Blastus, Blastus? Have I read this? <laughs>
1: I don't think I oh noticed that gosh. name either. Yeah, I was like, so anyone looking for baby name? Blastus, Blastus, Blastus an Johnson. Hey. <laughs>
0: all right. Anyway, yeah, he died. Yeah, so yeah. he
1: died and was consumed by worms. Mm-hmm. Um, so then his son, which is Herod Agrippa II, the second. The um, second. Maybe this is when the whole like first, second, you know, junior, the maybe. third, all that, the dynasty thing. Yeah, you know, that's not true because there's like Henry the Eighth. So true. Anyway, moving on. We tried. Uh, We tried. (laughs) We tried to make it make sense, but we couldn't. But we couldn't. It was already around. So yeah, so this is Herod Agrippa II. He became ruler and reigned up to the time of the Jewish revolt against Rome. Uh, So we see, or we read read about him um, in Acts, and kind of starting in chapter 23 um, on. Agrippa II was about 17 when his dad died. He became a strong advocate for the Jews in Rome. He received authority over Jerusalem's temple. When Philip the Tetrarch died, Nero gave him authority over those territories. Unlike his father, Agrippa II didn't have much luck keeping the Jews on his side. And unlike his father, he didn't exploit the Jewish hatred for Christians. When portius Festus replaced Felix in 59 AD, the chief priests and Jewish leaders began pressuring him to send Paul to Jerusalem for trial. Paul requested to have his case decided by Caesar, which was his right as a Roman citizen. But Festus had no idea what charges to send along to Caesar, so he consulted Agrippa II to get a better understanding of all the religious issues surrounding the Jews' uh, complaints. So Agrippa II and his sister I want to say Berenice, Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Bernice in the Greek New Testament, uh, accompanying Festus to meet with Paul. As was Paul's style, the apostle launched into a defense that was about 15% rebuttal and 85% apologetic discourse. Uh, I mean, he was a wordsmith. He had things to say, so of course he was going to plead his case. So at one point in his discussion about his conversion experience, Festus accused him of being insane. And I
0: think we all would.
1: Yes, yes. Yes. I mean, we've literally read it and it's just like, nah, it came true. (laughs) yeah. So, I can see that from someone on the outside being like, I don't know, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, after, of course, more exposition, Agrippa remarked, quote In a short time, you will persuade me to become a Christian. And Paul answered, I would wish to God that, whether in a short or long time, not only you, but also all who hear me this day might become such as I am, except for these chains. And we find this in Acts 26 28. You want it to be specific?
0: Yes, yes, He's like, y'all, I I wish you would be saved. Yeah. Not in prison, though. And then gave him this look of, like... (laughs) Not
1: with these. And he's showing, like, pointing and showing in the chains. Like, yes, I want that for you, too. Except for this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So after their discussion, Agrippa and Festus decide that Paul has not done anything worthy of punishment. And Agrippa acknowledges that if it was up to him, Paul would be set free immediately but because Paul had already appealed to Caesar, it was out of his hands. And we see this in between Acts 23 to 26. So the story kind of unfolds between these chapters. Um, In this moment, Agrippa demonstrated a real sensitivity to the situation without considering the political implications. Even more profound is the fact that this family found themselves entangled in Jesus' story, and this is the closest any of the Herods actually came to embracing faith in Christ. So, This conversation with Paul is probably the closest they got to maybe accepting or understanding, you know, Christ, Paul's life and
0: representation of Christ, Mm -hmm. you know.
1: Yeah. Um, Because they were
0: talking to Paul, right? Paul is the one where it's like, if you heard him, you were saved. Yes. So I get that.
1: And he has, you know, crazy testimony as well. Mm Because he's like, listen, I came from killing them to being one of them. Yeah. Like, I know you heard about me. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he had a reputation both from his prior life and, and as a now you know follower of christ mm-hmm. so he had a testimony to say yeah. you know to share and so if anyone was gonna come close it was gonna be paul yeah um so herod almost he's like
0: well can I almost convince me Hmm. yeah but, so you know, that's cool these are the herod's people yeah. um These are the Herods mentioned in the Bible specifically. Yes. 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 Um, Were there more Herods? Probably. Probably. But these are the ones that are mentioned in the Bible. It reminds me of, like, I kind of mentioned it, but, like,
1: all the Henrys, right, in history, there's a whole bunch of them. It makes me think, like, Herods were similar. Like, there was just a bunch of them, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And, of course, these are the ones in the time of Jesus. So these are the ones that are mentioned that we are familiar with. Right. Um, But, yeah, um, it was a dynasty. So Mm -hmm. I, I don't doubt that there were many others that continued ruling, you know, after after all of this
0: yeah yeah similar to the pharaohs like not all like not all the pharaohs are mm-hmm. mentioned in the bible um yeah. but yeah we just hope that you enjoyed this episode um we all cleared up the fact that the herods is a family name yes. and it's not a title and I, that's uh. like the gem that I'm taking with me yeah um yeah. and now we we've placed these Herods in the Bible. So Mm -hmm. now we know who we're talking about when we're reading um, the New Testament specifically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's it. We hope that you enjoyed this episode as always. This is Fran. This is Yavi. We are the Midtown Misfits and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.